Matrix breakers are leaders in society. We acknowledge the problems in the world and provide solutions by leading others. We strive to establish an enriching culture that creates an environment for people around us to break out of the matrix and reach higher for their own level of achievement. By being matrix breakers, we are untamed by traditional thinking. We stand out of the crowd in virtually everything we do. This is what makes us leaders. We refuse to conform to the matrix, and if you value having the truth about how the world works, then you are naturally going to want to be a leader for others. We all have to work to release others from their bondage to the matrix. That is what this podcast is about. I will be once again referring to a book called Resolved by Oren Woodward and my own personal experience on this topic. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating review and feel free to share this with your family and friends. Now, if you have any specific questions about the products I offer or substance covered in this podcast, you can always reach me directly at matrixbreakers at gmail.com. More than likely, I'd be able to uh, get to you and respond. Uh, now, let's begin. Let me first go over the content we're going to dive into here, guys, in this book. So uh, here we go. Average leaders raise the bar on themselves. Good leaders raise the bar for others. Great leaders inspire others to raise their own bar. What is it about leadership? It seems the more it's studied, the harder it is to define. It is a topic that resists quantification, escaping our airtight definitions, no matter how many hours we spend on the subject. Although not sure how to define it, everyone knows when leadership is present and when it's not. Further, leadership does not exist at a constant quantity in an organization. Rather, the level of leadership ebbs and flows depending on the character and competence of the top leaders planning and directing the efforts. The highest level of leadership is rarely achieved. The reason is because it's tough enough to perform and even tougher to perform while encouraging others to do similarly. The championship teams, however, are created when leaders surround themselves with other leaders raising the bar of excellence throughout their organization. How true is that? Have you ever seen that in businesses or companies or your workplace? You ever got new management and actually liked it? Um, or you know, you watched your friends get fired at the job you're at, but you stayed on, and then all of a sudden the culture completely changed and everything about your life was just much better and more efficient while you worked there? Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, interestingly, many times it's an outsider, someone who isn't an industry expert, who redefines the game leaving the former game and its strategies on the scrap heap of business history. Because an outsider isn't a prisoner of the current operating paradigms, he doesn't feel beholden to the rules. This is key about matrix breakers. We are not beholden to old rules or old paradigms, which basically means old ways of thinking or traditional ways of thinking. Now, there are 
a lot of traditional things or traditional ways of thinking that are tried and true. Uh, what is that? Principles. Mind you, uh, that's what we're going over right now. Principles, right? Now, uh, for instance, Henry Ford changed the rules of the transportation game when he created his Model T automobile. No matter how good a manufacturer was at building horse carriages, he was left in the dust, forced to either play by the new rules or leave the industry. So that is what we are all about here in Matrix Breakers is really leading people uh, to the future, right? So let's continue on. Accordingly, great leaders must identify a community's purpose and vision, then develop the culture of requiring, recognizing, and rewarding to ensure the proper behaviors are performed to accomplish the vision. Moreover, if the leader realizes the three R's, as previously stated, currently instituted will not achieve the stated purpose and vision, he must have the courage to make the needed adjustments. In fact, this is what makes the leader the leader. Namely, the courage to create the culture in order to achieve the community's purpose. Any leader not willing to do this is not truly a leader, for he merely follows the current culture rather than building the proper culture. In essence, leaders are responsible for eliminating cognitive dissonance out of the culture to ensure the actions of the organization move it towards its purpose and vision. After all, nothing validates the leader's value so much as his or her ability to move the cultural current in the proper direction. It doesn't matter if it's easy. It doesn't matter if it's convenient. It doesn't even matter if it's popular. What does matter is whether the community can accomplish its reason for existing with the current culture. Thus, if there is cognitive dissonance, the culture must change. Now that the game is defined, the leader must create a culture to win the game. Organizational theorist Edgar Schein has defined culture as a pattern of shared basic assumptions that the group learned as it solved its problems that has worked well enough to be considered valid and is passed on to new members as the correct way to perceive, think, and feel in relation to those problems. Now, um, that's pretty much everything I wanted to read from this book. And you can get that it's very, very important to establish a winning culture. And that's what I'm trying to do here with some of these principles, right? Now, I do have four key points from this podcast that I want to go over. Number one is this. Leadership is something that occurs when you have personally done enough self-education and hands-on experience with a specific topic. The question you have to ask yourself after learning something is what good does this do if I don't do anything with this information and experience? The objective should be to lead others. So this is a very key point because we are all we all seem to be experts at something like I mentioned earlier. We all seem to be very connected with a certain topic. Uh, I would even say the word passionate about something, but you're not really doing shit to share that passion. You're not really telling other people about it, right? Uh, this could really uh, 
apply to anything. Um, you know, if you go to church and you enjoy church, you enjoy praise, you enjoy worship, you enjoy the word, you enjoy listening to your preacher, and then you enjoy, you know, going home and trying to practice whatever it is you learned. Well, if you don't bring people to church, then, you know, I understand you have your relationship with God, but it's kind of like, why are you not leading? Why are you not bringing other people on board with you? Okay, that's the key thing I'm looking at trying to help you guys understand. See, we've already gone through eight other principles. What's the point of knowing and understanding each of those principles if you're not willing to lead others in the right direction? Number two is breaking the matrix is not only done when you personally unplug, quote, air quotes there, but when you help unplug others as well. A major part of warfare on the matrix is waking other people up. Again, going back to leadership. See, if you're broken from the matrix of, you know, um, the diet that's, you know, really bad for you, let's say, for example, what's the point of embracing the goodness of that diet, really loving that diet, really enjoying the health benefits of that diet, if you're not willing to strive to share this diet with other people? This is another thing that is about breaking the matrix independently, okay, and doing so effectively on your own, but then sharing it with others. This is, again, just walking into leadership. That third point is this. We are responsible for the future. You are strong enough to lead others. The question is, are you willing? We all have to ask ourselves, what's important to us and how is it important to the world? Then we have to find a way to spread that message. Now, that is exactly what my platform is all about. If people are passionate about something in particular, then I want them to share it and I want them to come from a position of truth and a position of uh, you know facts, obviously. It has to be real. Okay, it has to be something that's concrete and that will help others. Okay, that's what's very, very important is if you know something right now that can really be a solution to somebody else, I want you to really follow through on your heart's desire and try to share that message with the world. Number four is this. On the contrary, if you are, are informed on a specific topic that's important to the world and are unwilling to share it passionately, then you are aiding and abetting the matrix. Why does it matter if you feel like you have a grasp on a certain solution to a problem in the world when you are not willing to commit to learning the skills of leadership? Fear of what other people think should not be your problem. Remember, you are not trying to reach everyone. Only a select few who in turn will reach another select few and so on. Don't forget that the majority of people are trapped in the matrix. To some extent, so are you in one area of life or more. What do I mean with this? Well, if you're unwilling to share your passion, to inform other people of what's important to you, uh, or what you think is important to the world, a solution-oriented mindset, uh, then you are literally aiding and abetting the matrix. You are helping the matrix control 
the world, if you will, or maintain its control over the minds of other people if you don't step up. If you don't step up, then you are basically, um, you're helping the matrix exist, okay? So uh, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, in Germany, there's this, uh, uh, you know, with Nazi Germany, they went and they, they, they eventually took what was considered the mentally ill um, and they, they started to organize the mentally ill and, you know, classified mentally ill. And they started to take them into sort of gulags and ghettos. It wasn't just the Jews, okay? Uh, it's a process of, of pretty much everybody, okay? Uh, it did move to the Jews, and so they started to classify Jews as sort of the problem, if you will. Uh, and they were actually trying to um, rid their population of Jewish control. That's what they believed was the problem, right? So then when the Jews started to be gathered up, uh, other people stayed quiet. They might have felt like that was wrong, but they also really didn't do anything about it. So in, in a way, you could say they were aiding and abetting the Nazi regime from taking um, these Jewish families and putting them into little ghettos, right? And then later, of course, concentration camps. Now, if you think about it like that, we are aiding and abetting the matrix when we don't passionately take advantage of the situation we're in where we can share with others. Let's just put it this way. Anyone in America right now, you have access to social media. You have access to certain freedoms that other parts of the world don't have. You have access to certain technology that other parts of the world don't have access to. So by you sitting on your ass and watching Netflix all day or whenever you're off of work, you are actually aiding and abetting the control of the world to belong to a select few, if you will. So what I'm asking you to do is stop sitting on your ass and wishing there was a solution or wishing that someone else could solve it. I want you to step up and start doing something about a particular issue. It doesn't have to be everything. You do not have to overwhelm yourself. But I would like for you to chip away at the big ice block of a problem that you think exists. So number five is this. This is a little more encouraging. Lastly, take this into consideration when feeling overwhelmed by the powers of the matrix. It was only 3% of the population that fought in the American Revolution. They were considered radical and extreme. Most people believed in King George and wanted to remain his subjects here in America. The product of those few people who stood up to fight and make a change created the most prosperous and balanced system of government the world has ever seen. So when you look at a problem in the world and you're overwhelmed by it, you think it's the biggest issue. Just remember, it just took 3% to fight arguably the largest and most powerful military force in the world at that time, okay? We were able to do that. And so it was people like that who were considered crazy, who were considered radical. So you look at today's culture and you look at the crazies and everything, but those are the people who are actually pretty level-headed. 
um, compared to most people nowadays. No, no offense to anybody who, who finds themselves really radically crazy um, or, or in, a, in their own way. I mean, this culture is crazy nowadays. But the point is, if they can do it, we can do it. And it's actually happening all the time. There are many, many different industries of business and companies and entrepreneurs. There's also many different um, segments of the population on a spiritual level that have achieved a level of success, that have achieved a level of existence apart from the matrix that has given them the ability to um, really change things, uh, to really be a leader in that. Um, you know, remember, I mean, Henry Ford here, you know, he made the, the, um, the first car, the engine, all of it, um, you know, the Model T, and that changed the world, right? You would consider him a, a super minority, right? I mean, it was one person, maybe a team of people, if you will, but they changed the world. And so you can change the world. You can do what it is you want to do uh, and acknowledge one of the problems and be a solution to that problem. And that's why I believe in entrepreneurship is because Entrepreneurship is not this evil, you know, capitalist society that everybody wants to believe that's so bad. It's actually um, a way of solving problems. That's all it really is. You see, if you need a new roof, that's a problem. And then you hire a contractor to build you a roof that solves the problem, right? So we do that. That's how we exist in this, in this society, at least in America. And that's a beautiful thing. You know, we are blessed to have this kind of prosperity we do. I think people misunderstand it. We're going to get over, uh, we're going to go over that another time. But you know what? That for now concludes this podcast on leadership. And, you know, overall, I just really think it's an amazing topic. I think that obviously you can dive even deeper on this topic. Leadership is so wonderful and beautiful. I could personally talk about it for hours. Um, I've had personal experience with leadership, uh, but I've also had um, lots and lots of learning and, and personal development that deal with this topic of leadership. And so I just highly encourage other people to take that into consideration. Uh, and, you know, we're looking forward to principle number 10, which is about legacy, you know, because once you lead others, you know, then when you die and you pass on, you know, you want to leave some sort of legacy. Uh, we're going to get into what that actually means. And then, like I said, we're going to really launch Matrix Breakers after these 10 principles are established. What's really cool about the principles is that if people start listening to my podcast maybe a couple years from now, they'll be able to come back to, you know, this particular podcast or the layout of the principles because it's establishing who we are. Um, as people who want to break out of the matrix. So who knows, uh, maybe it goes viral and uh, maybe you are listening to this um, in, in 2020 or 2025 or something like that. Uh, and um, it's been a, a successful run with this podcast. So uh, if you are listening and um, you're inspired by this, I'm, I'm really happy and glad that you took the time uh, to tune in. It means a lot to me. I would love for you to just leave a rating uh, leave a nice little comment. Maybe take the time to type it all up. That'd be really awesome. Um, if you do, you can even put your name there. Um, I can give you a shout out and you know reach out to you as well. I also invite other people to connect with me. Uh, you guys can reach me at the matrixbreakers at gmail.com email. So feel free doing that. Uh, you can also, if you guys have my phone number or you see me on social media, also feel free to reach out to me, message me. Um, we can have an awesome conversation. So I do invite that and I'm excited about that as well. So other than that, uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Stay blessed. Peace.